As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm a mess. I do my makeup in my car. Pulling up 6.30 when I told you 6 o'clock. I admit, I'm always about to fall apart. But you would never notice cause I make you think I'm not. You're saying on me. But you don't, but you don't, but you don't. Make it look easy. What a joke, what a joke. Looks gonna be deceiving. Could let you see the real me. Okay, so we're back with another unfiltered episode. Yes. And this one is going to be, I'm very curious. I don't know why I'm so curious, but I am. Yeah. So this episode came to be because on the episode uh, most recently that we did with Gigi, with Girl Gangs, I made a comment about how I was ready to start selling feet pics. And I may or may not be serious about that. Let's be honest. Nobody wants to see my Fred Flintstone feet. Okay. So nobody's <laughs> paying for these skis. But we had a bib reach out to us and was just like, hey, you know, if you're ever actually interested, uh, I am. I know in- somebody. I-, I know somebody, <laughs> me, who's uh, into adult content creation and made that. I don't want to say made that switch because she's still bibbing, but We're doing both, right? Trying to see which one's most successful, yeah, right. And I said, this has got to be an unfiltered episode because I'm so curious about what that transition looks like, and in the effort of um, anonymity, because her regular Instagram following doesn't know about her adult content creation. Um, we're going to be referring her, referring to her as Riley. So Riley, welcome to the show. Hey girl. Thank you. Hey guys. Hey. Okay. So you sent us kind of like some, some points that we're definitely going to get to later in the show, but I first want to know, just about your experience in the like Instagram influencer world, like what and when did you get started and what that experience has been like for you so far? Sure. So I started probably about four years ago now and I felt like at that time it was pretty saturated already, but I was like, you know what, we're just going to go for it. And, you know, in the beginning it's exciting. Like I've always loved fashion and beauty And then you get into these engagement groups and everybody's supporting each other and it seems great. And you 
you know, do these giveaways and go shopping, right? That's like the fun part and take content. Um, and it's just so hard to grow. Um, but it's very exciting in the beginning. And I just loved influencing. I felt like it was very natural to me and I've always really enjoyed it. Um, but after a couple of years, it gets a little tiring. Um, and so I felt like the last couple of years, it's been more difficult to grow. Um, I feel like there were some switches with Instagram and a lot of influencers in general. So um, it's just been kind of, I've kind of lost a little bit of interest, I'd say. Um, the spark is gone, right? Like it was like less than the beginning. And I feel yeah. like the spark is kind of missing now. Um, but I truly, really, I just love it. I just love it. So when you started like influencing, was it a side hustle for you? Or were you just, were you not working at the time and just said, hey, I'm going to take a go at this and see what it turns into? Um, a little bit of all of it. I was in grad school for um, medicine. And uh, so I had a little extra time in my hands. And it was more of like a hobby that turned into something that once you start getting the products and some, you know, sponsored ads and posts and stuff, it's, it feels like you really want to make it something big. And I had that passion for a long time. Um, so that was kind of driving me in the beginning. You know, I was in school, I had, I felt like it was a perfect opportunity for me to try to grow as an influencer. Um, so at that time, it was my main goal to be very successful as an influencer. Okay, nice. So how, I guess, did the transition into adult content creation happen and when did it happen? Like what inspired that? Was it something that you always kind of had in the back of your mind that might be a possibility for you? Was it like circumstantial? Did you know somebody? Uh, so I've always been pretty crazy. Um, I've always been like the party girl and I've never been scared of like sex or anything wild and out there. Um, so people that know me on like a deep level know that I am like a little bit crazier and I, I'm not shy about things. Like I'm an open book when it comes to this type of thing. And when I was like 16, 17 watching MTV, like real world and all that, I was like, I want to be a stripper. I want to be a go-go dancer in Vegas like that. I just think it would be so fun. But of course, like I never did it because my family is so like, they're not super religious, but my dad is military, mom's military. So it's a little bit. They're like, a little more yeah. straight laced. Yeah. Yeah. And I was always a rebel, like getting in trouble, staying out late, like drinking at like 15, you know, it's just like. <laughs> Living your best like life. Fun. Yeah. yeah, seriously. So I feel like it's just kind of who I am. Like, I'm just like kind of wild and crazy, but also very like, I don't like getting in trouble. Like, I feel like I have this like innocent vibe on the outside, but like secretly like. What is it? Lady on the streets. Freak, freak, yeah. freak the streets. I'm not going to lie to you. When um, I was in high school, though, that was like I could not wait to turn 18 because I was like, I'm going to go bartend at the strip club. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah, because I knew I would make so much money doing that. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. I'm money motivated. What can I say? <laughs> Respect the hustle. You know, I'm not mad about it. Money makes the world yeah. go round. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think it was kind of like it's just kind of been natural to me and it this whole process has felt very natural. Um, like the transition to it, the, the most difficult thing was like 
just actually pursuing it because it's something that you can't come back from. Like there's, there's pictures out there right. and they're going to be out there forever because people keep reposting them. So, yeah. so with you, you like wanting know. to come out and like transition and do all of that, do your parents know, or are you going to tell them, or are you at a point now where you're like, I'm a grown up, I can do what I want. If they don't like it, sorry. Yeah. I, my thing is always like, you know, if you're not paying my bills, if you're not buying my food or, you know, paying my car payment, like yeah. you can't say anything about how I live my life as long as I'm being safe and sure. respectful and like careful and all of that. Yeah. So when I started this whole thing, I started it in February this year. Oh, wow. I told okay. my, so it's very recent, yeah. very recent. Um, I told my mom and <laughs> at first she cried Oh, like immediately, like burst into tears. And then I was like, all right, I'll call you back in a minute. Just like process everything. And then she was okay about it. Like yeah. she was like, she's like, what are you doing? Is it anything like below the belt? Like, please don't tell me like, do you need money? Is it money that you oh, need? And oh, I, man. Like, it's just so hard to explain to people who are so different. But how you. did you tell her? Like, what did you like? I'm your mom on the phone. Hey, honey. Yeah. What you doing? I was like, <laughs> Happy Sunday. Now go. Happy Sunday. <laughs> I was like, mom, um, there's been some life changes, uh, all for the good, but I just want to let you know, because you follow me very closely that you might eventually see something out there. (laughs) Um, and that's when the tears started and, um, we haven't talked about it since. So I don't know if she thinks that I've stopped or if she's, she knows that I'm still doing it. It's just like, I'm going to, she doesn't want to know any details and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was like, don't tell your father. <laughs> don't know. Oh, so I haven't said anything yet, but I guarantee at some point he will, because, yeah. um, let's just say it's very successful. Um, and my face is starting to appear everywhere. So, yeah. um, so I have a question then. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's people... just jumping ahead. She's, she's got her <laughs> well, she's my, loaded with questions. Well, listen, this is the thing. People listening to this probably think I'm a prude because sometimes I can be. I'm just not overly like sexual and, you know, all of that. I don't have a problem with it. I'm just not one of those people. But whenever I'm watching like a MTV like movie, whatever, and there's like boobs, I'm always thinking in my head like, oh my gosh, what if your dad sees that? Like, do you ever think about that? Like, is that ever something that crosses your mind? Like, oh my God, if my dad saw me or like, do you ever think about that? It's, it's a little weird. Yeah. In the beginning it was. And sometimes like I'll shoot some content, but after I'm like, oh shit, is that going to like, what am I going to think <laughs> like, when like if somebody sees that? I'm like, yeah. oh my God. But at this point, like, I don't know. And also like when you're in this it's a, it turns a little bit different because it's more of your job. So like, it doesn't feel like anything sexual to me anymore. Like the emotions Um, are not behind it, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like it's, I really am money motivated and I've done some crazy stuff recently, which is like, this is my best month by far. And like over six figures, like already, like it's crazy. In one month. Okay, bitch. Sorry, I'm going to need you to know. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to need you to let me know (laughs) because a bitch is curious. I need to know what, when you say you've done some crazier stuff this month, like, what does that mean? Um, so they have these things called extension sleeves. It's basically like a hollowed out, like dildo. Uh And I stuck it on the end of a wheelbarrow and I recorded a video. All right. 
And, and you made six figures? Dang, girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bitch, where can I get me a wheelbarrow? <laughs> Home Depot? We have one outside, but... <laughs> Make sure you clean it first. Yeah. Oh, I don't God. know if my husband will be very um, happy, but you can maybe tag Lowe's and get you a little sponsorship. I don't know. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm dying. Oh, well, good for you. Hysterical. So you're being creative, I see. Absolutely. Creativity is key for you, you sister. You got to stand out, just like an influencing, right? Like, you right. got to do something that stands out and sets you apart. Good for you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But we need to back up here for a sec because I want to know, like I said, like, did you just wake up one day and was like, I'm going to start an OnlyFans? No. Well, kind of. So I had graduated from grad school with my medical degree and I was going to open my own practice. I was all set. And then COVID, right? So I had been working in school at Macy's at like the makeup counter, right? Influencing. I love that kind of thing. And then got furloughed once COVID hit and everything. Um, and then my husband had sent me an email, I think, of an article of Mrs. Point Dexter. And she came out in the news because she had an OnlyFans and her son was in, I don't know, Catholic school or something out in California. And he got kicked out because the mother found out that she had an OnlyFans. Oh, dang. And then she was making like, I don't know, something crazy, like 200K a month, right? So he sent me that article and I was like, I currently am unemployed, like on unemployment, like, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to, so your husband's we're gonna a big supporter it. then like your husband. Huge. That's good. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. Like if you're going to do something like that, I think it's key probably to have your husband support, oh, yeah. you know, parents doesn't, that doesn't really matter so much, but your husband, they need to know. Big time. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm talking to like hundreds of guys at a time, you know, like oh messaging gosh. and stuff. So it's yeah. like, you have to have somebody who's not jealous and like, right. I was just going to say, what is that? dynamic like then in your relationship so it doesn't like he doesn't care <laughs> he care less he's like how much did you make today that's like the only thing you'll ask about it my man um, i like it you're like yeah, 10 grand no so. big deal what'd you do today yeah, yeah exactly jim. <laughs> that's not exactly. her husband's name but you know. <laughs> what'd you do jim i'm impressed that you can talk to that many people because most of the time i don't even know what day it is <laughs> so oh, you're God. very organized it is exhausting. Let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Okay. So, I mean, does he ever make any, like, I guess, what is the nature of your content? I mean, obviously, if the, if the wheelbarrow is a video, I assume. But, <laughs> yeah. like, are you primarily photos? Does your husband make cameos? Like, how, are there ever, like, do you ever step outside with other people in your videos? I mean, if any of this is too personal, just let me know. No, not at all. Nothing's personal. Like I said, I'm an open book, literally anything I want to know. Uh, so I started off when I first created it. I was like, okay, not showing my face. I don't want anybody to know who I am. I started this thing thinking I was just going to do lingerie, like bikini and lingerie, because girls make a lot of money doing that, right? Yeah. And then within the first like three days, I was like, all right, we're just going to go topless. We're just going to like, I'm comfortable. <laughs> like, like, just kidding. This is great. It. This escalated so quick. Let's do yeah. it. And then I was like, okay, nothing, nothing like below the belly button. Like, I'm not going to take anything off or show anything. Like three days after I showed my boobs, I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Let's just like show up. <laughs> Man, right? one weekend and you're like, let's get down, baby. Literally, Sorry, I mom. <laughs> I think it was the second week that I made a video like playing mm -hmm. and 
once you see that money roll in and the guy is like complimenting you, it just like motivates you if you're comfortable enough to like keep going and doing more. Um, so you'd be surprised, like if you're thinking that this might be kind of something you want to try, you'd be surprised how quickly you're comfortable with this, especially because like influencing, like you're behind a camera, like you're not talking to anybody. You're just like, right. Getting your best angles and only choosing from like the photos and you, you can edit them and filter, like add a filter just like a little bit to make them look extra good. So do you take comfort behind your name though with that? Like, do you think by having your stage name, do you get a little bit more confidence and it's a little bit easier to do it or would you just not care at all? I really like the idea of a stage name, number one for safety, because there's a lot of creeps out there and you have to be very, very careful. Yeah. Um, and also, it's just more fun to have a little bit of a stage name. Right, because you right? can, like, like be that person. Crazy. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you can separate that life from your real life, too. You know, oh, you don't okay, have to right. be, like, Riley all the time. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't want to interrupt this juicy conversation, <laughs> but I have a great sponsor that I want to tell you all about. Pedal and Pup. You love them. I love them. The bibs love them. They do. Everybody loves them. Yeah, if you've watched Instagram, you've seen a try-on. And, and every time I do... I'm like, that's adorable. That's adorable. Yes. That's so cute. I love it. One of my favorite dresses this summer that I swiped up on was a dress from Petal and Pup. And I got so many compliments. I love their stuff because it's stuff that you can wear year after year. It's trendy without going out of style. Agreed. And that's important, especially when you don't want to necessarily have fast fashion all the time. You want these staple pieces. Petal and Pup is the brand for you. Yes, it is. And it's an Australian female-founded boutique out of Brisbane. But they now offer shipping from the U.S. with overnight and two-day shipping options available. So if you need a cute outfit for the weekend or that holiday party that you forgot you had, you can get a cute-ass outfit real quick. They specialize in outfits for every occasion, from weddings to bridesmaids' dresses to bump-friendly styles that can be worn during pregnancy and after. And they do have select pieces that come in XL and double XL sizes. I just got a really cute cardigan yes. for the fall. So I can't wait to go. And I know. I can't wait to rock get that at a pumpkin patch. Yes. So this time <laughs> of year, they have cozy outfits for fall activities, as Spencer said, pumpkin patching. And then they have satin slip dresses for holiday events. And the best part is they're offering 15% off site wide with code swiping up. Love it. I don't know if y'all heard me, but they are offering 15% <laughs> off site-wide for swiping up or using swiping up. You just got to go to pedalandpup.com, enter that code and save 15% on your fall and winter looks. Okay. So you mentioned one of your points that you had sent over to us that initially you were going faceless, like you said, but then... There was an incident with your husband's coworkers. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, so the wives found out somehow stalking my influencer account. Uh, probably not well-intentioned from the sounds of it. No, not at all. And um, I had been working with them um, during the time I was furloughed and kind of unemployed. And... Uh, were they also influencers? No. Okay. They're not. They're not. But they basically were like, we don't want her working with us or for us. We don't want her talking to like, you know, their husbands. Oh, so it yeah. was just like, and she had, she had actually subscribed. 
she had actually subscribed to my OnlyFans and was taking screenshots <gasps> and sending oh, it to people. No. You're which like, is thanks for the money, though. but uh but yeah, geez. that's that feels extremely malicious. Yeah, that's very vindictive for sure. It is. Yeah. And I wanted to go further. Of course, like the Aries in me was like, all right, I'm getting a lawyer. We're going to like take care of this because that's illegal. Like you can't screenshot and like, you know, distribute um, anybody's content mm-hmm. at all, um, this or not. And so it was a big issue, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. So but I just let it go. I was like, I'm just going to block her from what I can on influencing and hopefully she'll just like move on. Yeah. That's good that they didn't come down on your husband for that and fire him or whatever, you know, and just, yeah. Well, that's what I was just going to ask if there was any backlash from that situation for him Yeah, or like, like, has there been other, not like I, for lack of a better term, backlash from other people in your life? Yes. I've lost a lot of, friends and people definitely judge you for it. Um, big time, but people you didn't think would do. Um, so you have to be prepared to like lose family, lose friends, you know, just have people look at you differently. Um, but with him, it was fine. I don't think that his partners at his work cared. It was just the wives that had an issue with it. Um, and he's been in some content, but no, no face, like just from like here to here, you know? Yeah. Um, the so important parts. Really... Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Um, wow. yeah. I mean, are there, I got to imagine there's still trolls in this world. I mean, are they, how do they compare to like, you know, the bib trolls? Well, first of all, they're paying for it. So if you're paying to be a troll, you're coming out yeah. on top a little bit. Well, anyway. I mean, yes, they're, they're paying for some content, but there's also content that gets out. Oh, like gotcha. she said, like people screenshot and stuff like that. So then yeah, like have people have people outside of your immediate circle made the connection between your personal account and your stage name? They have. And, you know, they'll find me because I have separate accounts on TikTok, um, which we can talk about promoting too. But TikTok and then actually like on other websites that I've used to promote like FetLife, I've met other people from like my high school and I'm like, mm. well, hello, welcome to and you're like, you look different since the 10th grade. Yeah. <laughs> you too, girl. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. hi, you didn't so see my badge start. in high school, nice but food. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So what's the biggest challenge that you've had with this? Was it losing friendships and stuff? Like, do you think that's the biggest thing that you've come and kind of faced so far or has there been something else? I think it's just, I always keep going back and forth between like, am I still doing the right thing? And then I look at my bank account and I'm like, I'm doing the right thing. Like <laughs> for me, it's just like, it's, a, it feels so good, but also it's still, I think because it's so new, it feels wrong on a level, but I know like for me, it's not, I just kind of, it's hard to not have the feeling that people are judging you. Right. Um, so that's kind of been like a personal battle, but. But, you, I don't but really at the end of the day, thing. you're not like, you yeah. feel good about your decision. You know what you're doing is the right thing for you and your family. And exactly. I mean, that's all that matters. You have to be content with yeah. what you're doing and your husband, obviously, too. But like, as long as y'all are content with that, then I mean, people are going to judge anyway. Right. People for yeah, no judge matter what you do. Anything. Yeah. 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 I mean, we know that better than anybody. So exactly. And have you always been a person that's really confident in your own skin and in your own body? Cause I would think that would make that 
this transition much easier than if you weren't? Definitely to an extent, but I still, I'm very like shy and nervous person until I get to know you. So like I have that side of me and then when it's like me and somebody else, like my list is pretty long. Um, so when it comes to like sexual things, I'm not shy at all. I love the power. I love like, there's so much control behind it. Like, and now being able to like, be like, okay, give me a hundred dollars and I'll send you a picture of my butt. Like being able to like do that. So yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Sun Spencer right on up. She is seriously let's go let's do it i couldn't do it my own personal insecurities i could never in a million years do it yeah Mm -mm. i couldn't either but i could if i didn't like have physical insecurities oh really yeah no i I could probably do it do it listen if the price is right baby if the price is right spencer's (laughs) like listen let me see a little screenshot of your bank account and i might show a booby and then it'll escalate from there one day i was having a conversation with robbie and i was like i think i'm gonna start an OnlyFans." and he was like yeah and i was like yeah but not what you think (laughs) i was like i would have to be covered head to toe I was like, what can I said? You know, there's freaks that like weird shit. I was like, I'll be show a f- your fingernail. I said <laughs> one fingernail, one fingernail. I was like, I'll be a furry. Oh, my God. I saw some of those in real life. I'll put like a, big, like a costume what? on. I was like, I would do that. There's got to be people into that. People are definitely into furries. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people, for sure. There is somebody for everything. There's somebody for everybody. Yeah. There's somebody, you know, I mean, people, all kinds of fetishes, you know, people are mm-hmm. weird. People, not everybody is some, yeah. bland like me and likes decorating, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> speaking of weirdos, so, oh, because I'm weird. No, she just said <laughs> I've had some weird. <laughs> speaking of weirdos speaking like of Wendy, weird. <laughs> like decorating and vanilla shit. <laughs> no, but what have, I mean, have you had like, what's been like your weirdest creepy experience I'm sure uh, you have some creeps. Yeah, I'm sure. There's a lot of them. Uh, the weirdest thing to me, which again, there's something for everybody, right? But uh, you have to draw the line somewhere usually. And uh, this guy, because I do sell panties, right? This guy asked me to send him a pair of panties and number two in a bag. Like <gasps> send my number two in a bag. And I was like, I- I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. There's gotta be <laughs> some what? sort of federal regulations about know, mailing I shit. Know. I you probably can't. It's probably illegal, but wow. I would not do that. I was like, not even for a million dollars would I do that. You could like, put uh-huh. explosives on the box. And you're like <laughs> unintended <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I mean yes I can. But can you imagine opening your box? You're like, yeah, it's here. Woo! I can smell it. I can smell oh it on God. mail day. It what? So bad after shipping like across the country. Imagine being the like, postal what? worker. I can't. <laughs> I mean, wow. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that is funny. That is wild. But but yeah, I want to know I mean, what price point he was willing to pay for that. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Like how much? And like you shut it down before it got to the price. You're like, okay, we're not doing this. I was like, pooping in a bag, pooping in a ziplock. Oh my god, shed. So the girls that you said that like get into it and just do lingerie, because like, girls, I'm just looking out for you. Like if that's all you're into, like, what are the 
what are the financial like possibilities? Like if somebody came on and said, I'm only doing this, I'm never like taking, I'm never going a hundred percent nude. I mean, realistically, like what could they be making? I think it all depends on how you market it too, mm-hmm. because if they're really, if they're like a normal person, we'll say like not a celebrity, like if you market yourself really well, you could probably get a lot of subscribers and make a lot of money. You know, it might be these people that only stick around for a month, but if they're paying like whatever your subscription price is and then like to see a photo set, like that's at least, I don't know, $20. Those girls probably charge more because I think that they're worth more. So say that you still get thousands of subscribers every month, like that's still a lot of money, even if you're just showing that, and right. then, you know, the fan unsubscribes the next month because they realize you don't show anything. So, oh, right. um, I, but I think it's just how much time you put into marketing and, and all that that's important too. It's, it's a brand, right? Like you're still like selling a brand and you are the brand. So whatever you're doing with that, you it's know, literally no different exactly. than, but bidding. it just, something just popped in my right. head when you're talking about subscribers. Have you ever had a subscriber of like a friend's husband or someone that you knew and you're like, Oh my gosh, besides the wife. Yeah. Well, you can hide your identity on there. You don't have to say your real name. Oh, so okay. I have no idea who anybody is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not oh, at all. God, that would give me can such you anxiety. I know. Oh, I tell know. me about it. Yeah. And then somebody will subscribe with like my brother's name. And I'm like, <gasps> I hope that's not really him. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's definitely you just, like, not your brother. <laughs> right. Have, yeah, does your brother that. know? <laughs> like, have you had that no. conversation with him? You haven't. No. Okay. Nope. So, so only your mom. So far. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you think your experience has been like out of the norm? You know, you obviously have taken off and been really successful with it. So do you think that it's possible for everybody or you think that it's just happened for you because of the work that you put in and not everybody is going to necessarily find success with this? I think that anybody can be very successful in this if they put in the work, you know, I work okay. 60, 70 hours a week and I am like, you know, I have multiple phones just for TikTok accounts. Like there's just like so many things that a lot of girls I don't think would put in the effort to do. Um, but I think that anybody, if they put in the time could make a ton of money. Yeah. Now, do you do everything yourself or do you have an assistant? I do everything myself, but I'm looking into hiring an assistant because it's a lot you're of work. rich. Yeah, you're oh, you're rich now. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. You're like, it's oh, crazy. gotta make gotta make payroll. Let me take a photo of my booty hole. <laughs> Is this something though that you could like? Can you just quit whenever you want? Like, there's no like with the OnlyFans. Can you just stop it tomorrow if you wanted to? Yeah. Or do they have yeah. you like contractually obligated to continuing? No, you could just stop. No, it's just like it looks just like a you know Instagram or Facebook almost like it's just that kind of platform oh, gotcha. where you can just like stop posting and then you know people would unsubscribe eventually right. if you never posted but how many subscribers yeah. do you have I only have like 2000 which is not a lot but people will pay you know like I have a lot of subs that have unsubscribed yeah. over you know the last couple months um and there's a couple of different ways you can do it. You can either have like a free page on OnlyFans or a paid page. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine is paid. It's $9.99 a month. And then all of the content behind there, most of it is locked. If it's like a video, if it's longer than like five minutes, I send it out as pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So then I charge between, I don't know, $8.99 and 
$15.99, say, depending what the content is. So subscribing doesn't automatically give you access to all of your content. Correct. How Not for me personally. So how much did you charge for your wheelbarrow video? <laughs> that was a heavy hitter. Uh, $10.99. No way. How many people, how many downloads did you have? I honestly don't know. A lot. Because I, what you do is you send it out in messages first and then oh. people will subscribe okay. to buy it, you know, Gosh. so it's hard to kind of track. Yeah. That, but I'm so like fascinated by the back end of this, like the business it's end of it. It's a whole, it really is a whole it's, world. It's this industry within like an influencer industry, but like. Well, and I think OnlyFans crazy. has done, I mean, I think that. There's always going to be a stigma to some degree around sex work because right. I mean that's oh big that's ex- uh, that's what this is which is yeah okay it's not a dirty phrase but it's yeah. it's sex work and so I think there's always going to be some stigma but I think OnlyFans has done like a really big service to the industry to destigmatize mm-hmm. adult content creation. And sex work. No? Is that just my perception? No, they're they're working on it. But the issue is recently, if you've been watching the news and listening and and on Twitter too, it's been going crazy. But OnlyFans has said two times this year since I started, they said they were gonna ban porn. Right? Okay. So, so what do they categorize as porn? Nudity or like full fledged video? So basically they were saying that they only were allowed to do and have creators show things that are like Playboy style magazines. So you can show a full frontal. You just can't like spread or like got it. No videos Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So they were saying, yeah, which (laughs) I mean, so they said that they were going to ban it and it's really the banks behind it. We don't really understand what's happening, but banks and credit cards aren't allowing the purchase of porn. So there's an issue like people all the time will message you and be like, I want to buy this, but I can't, my bank won't let me or something. Or even creators have issues with, with their money going into their bank because some banks, if it's like, if they find out that it's porn, they'll like say, uh, we're not. How is that even allowed? I have no idea. Yeah. That's no idea. Really crazy. So it was scary a couple months ago. This happened in the middle of August Mm -hmm. that they said that they were going to ban porn for October 1st. And like two days later they took it back and they're like, guess what? We figured it out. You're allowed to do, you're allowed to continue doing porn. And you're like, okay, well it's probably because everybody was already switching over to other platforms because there's, you know, 10, 20, 30 other platforms that are very well known. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think they had already lost like, probably billions at that point because they take a percentage of everything that you earn that's how they make money god what's that person i mean what's that percentage look like it's 20 percent of your earnings i feel like that's that's pretty steep no is that significant i mean i feel like that's significant yeah it's it's on the lower end some sites are more than that okay but then okay so then think of like 20 percent out and then because they send you tax forms, they send you a 1099, like you're a contractor, basically, you have to save for taxes, mm-hmm, right? right? So you got to taxes will get you every time. Whew. Yeah. So you got to save that too. Oh, did you burp? 
Was that a fart or a burp, Spencer? It was a burp. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, what, that, what was that? That DDR. That she got a Diet, Diet Dr. Pepper. Pepper. It's a DDP. Oh, DDP. That's what I meant. Diet Dr. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just did. Uh, my apologies. You're good, girl. But I, I was very caught. I didn't know if I needed to pinch my nose. No, I was, trying, I was trying to like suffocate it, but it didn't yeah. work. Um, so obviously your husband's on board with this thing. You're, you're mm-hmm. making bank, you're doing the dang thing yeah. and you've been doing it for what? Seven months, eight months. So yeah. do you think mm-hmm. you want to quit? Do you blog or are you just an influencer? And I don't mean it like that, but are you also blogging too? I started off blogging, but I stopped that. A I was while say, ago. You probably we don't, don't have, time have time for blogging. <laughs> we're, we are making, time. we're making 200 grand a month. Like yeah. we, we can't write a blog. Yeah, no way. I don't have time for that. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. But yeah, on that note, you know how crazy this is looking at the numbers when you compare like sex cells, right? Yeah. So it took me four years to get to almost 11K as an influencer. Four years, 11K, right? Working my ass off. Followers, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. And uh, it took me what? Like I started my sex work accounts, like social media accounts, June 1st. And I'm already like past influencing numbers. And TikTok oh. is like, did you guys creep my TikToks at all or anything? I didn't anything? get to your, I didn't get to your TikToks. I was deep diving in everything else though. And I don't mean that in the way that I can. Oh, okay. <laughs> deep diving. Deep diving. Bad choice of yeah. words. Uh, but no, I didn't. I, I'll creep on your TikToks when we're done. Yeah, but it's crazy. It's already at like 300,000 followers there. And oh, it's just my wild. Gosh. That yeah, is insane. insane because that shows how vast the difference is, like you said, between like sex cells versus showing some oh, yeah. shirts and skirts, you know? Shirts and skirts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yeah. girl. Okay, so you mentioned earlier that you have separate names for everything, like separate TikToks and Instagrams and all that for safety reasons. Hopefully that's never, safety has never been a concern so far for you. But what are some of the like industry, like safety tips? Like if somebody was listening to this now and thinking like, hey, I want to get into this, you know, this might be for me. What are some of the things that you would say are like best practices? Definitely having a stage name is number one. Um, if you can put your like Amazon wish list on your OnlyFans so people can buy you stuff and send it to you. So definitely don't use your home address because when somebody orders something for you, they can see the, mm-hmm. I think the city and the state. Okay. So like get a PO box in another, in another like state, if it's close or another city, like big city. Um, other than that, just being street smart too, like making sure that when you're out and about, you're looking around because I've been out a couple of times where I think people have recognized me. Um, because I, you know, I see the like (gasps) taking a photo, you know what I mean? So you just have to be like on the lookout, but again, like that could happen to anybody at any time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, just not putting any identifying features of like your hometown or you know your house or your license plate like don't put your like vehicle license plate on your social media just like you know not mention family friends real names or locations like make up a city or state that you live in you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. 
really is having a separate identity completely. So people just can't tie anything back to you, who you really are. Exactly. But people, people find out. So, um, because there's people out there that like, I was on a TikTok live once. Right. And, um, somebody figured out my IP address somehow and was like, she lives in this, this city, this (gasps) state. No, it really quick. I was shocked. Yeah. And I was like, I got to go by yeah. <laughs> and like hung up. Cause I like freaked out. I was like, how can you even like based off of like me streaming? Like, how could I know? Like, I'm well, like, sorry, that's but that such so an creepy. invasion. Like yeah. why would somebody like, that's what I, the stuff that I can't wrap my head around. Like why would somebody want to go out of their way to out somebody in that way or like make yeah. them feel unsafe? Like even if they didn't think anything was going to come from it, you don't think somebody's going to feel unsafe. Right. That you're like, figuring that information out and then announcing it for everybody. Yeah. It's very scary. It is. Have you taken like any precautions like around your home? Like just in case you do, like, do you have any crazy fans yet? I've had a few and I've had to block them um, on all my pages because I had one guy find out where I live in like the city. And he was like, he's like, I can't wait to see you out in public so (gasps) I can like, tell you this thing or like I can't and then he named like the restaurant and he's like maybe I'll see you here like this Friday and I'm like what no maybe not you know you keep saying like oh we don't live there like I'm not from there and somehow like he still found out that I live there so I don't know people can find anything out people are way too smart way too smart they are I don't like Mm -hmm. that at all that Mm -hmm. That would me such a pit yeah 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 that would creep me out for sure so when you when you got into it, like, did you just do like get on Google and say, what was I? I lost my train of thought. Oh, but no, I just feel like, and we've talked about it before, even with things as simple as like cussing, we know girls that won't even cuss on their Instagram because they have this facade or this image that they want to portray, but there are different people when you talk yeah. to them, you know, like behind the scenes or something. Yeah. So it like surprises me, but it doesn't surprise me that this would be probably more common than we think. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause everybody kind of has stuff on social media that they don't share. You know, it's like, it's just like a highlight reel social media. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that happen in everybody's lives that nobody shares. So it doesn't surprise me at all at the number of people that I know that are influencers and sex workers. Yeah. I want to tell you that I'm starting. Cause I had to tell somebody like yeah. nobody knew, none of my friends knew besides my husband. And I had to talk to like another girl about it. And I told her that I was thinking of doing this. And she's like, I can't believe you came to me to tell me this because I do it too. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh my God. Yeah. So she was like my mentor kind of, if you will, in the beginning on how to like set everything up. Okay. Now, is this a, is this a bib that we would know? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Okay. I'm not, I'm like surprised but not surprised I'm surprised in the fact that so many of the bibs present themselves as like forgive me these like good Christian girls holy rollers not that you can't be a Christian and still do this I really do feel like you can so I'm very curious if like the networking aspect that we see with bibs on Instagram you know the comment, the engagement pods and commenting on other people's posts and like getting to know one another to do giveaway. You know what I mean? Like these girls have to like befriend one another on Instagram or at least appear that way. 
And is it the same with adult content creation? Like what's the, is it just kind of like, I, in my head, I'm picturing it as like a lonely ship. <laughs> like nobody's like, on the ship <laughs> no just what just you just you, <laughs> just you. Just so Riley. i mean what is the what's the networking aspect like in adult content creation and compared to like instagram it's very strong and i honestly feel like it's more real because we're talking about way more intimate things um so yes there is a ton of engagement and i feel like the connections are more real and um, a big part of being a sex worker is meeting other people for collaborations. Okay. So it's very important to network. And that's also how you grow too, is like, you know, asking somebody else if they're in an engagement pod or, you know, if they can join your telegram group where it's all creators, just like, you know, shelling out content ideas. And so stuff. it's literally so, exactly the same it's as exactly Bibbin, the same. just exactly with adult content. <laughs> Bibbin yeah. rated R. Yeah. yeah. You know, or, and a lot or of X, our, triple X. Yeah. <laughs> Bibbin after yeah, dark. Triple X. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of our conversations in those groups are the same as like influencers. We're like, oh crap, is Instagram down again today? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. we're saying the same exact things. It's just like no difference, really. You wouldn't know. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, what so, are, what are like the misconceptions you think with like what you do? that that people think that we're sex workers like we're also prostitutes on the street like people envision you when you say that you're a sex worker they immediately like look you up and down and they're like you look normal like why aren't you dressed like what they think that you should look like you know like like, i went to med school bitch yeah (laughs) i know i'm a doctor It's terrible. And people just like, don't, they're like, well, I don't want you around my husband. I'm like, Mm. okay, well, like I'm not out there naked on the street. Like what do you think? You know, that's so dumb. It's, it's It's awful. It makes people look just so unimpressive. I just, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And you said you've lost friends. Have you lost friends kind of based on that where they're like, oh, I don't trust you around my husband. Yes, that. And then also they're just like, I can't believe that you do that. Like, so judgy. Yeah. So judgy. And it's like, I've been friends with you for 10 years. Like how, how did I not see that coming? Or like, yeah, you know, it's, it just, it sucks. Well, you would hope that people that have been in your life for that period of time too, would know who you are at your, at your core, right? They kind of know where your, where your morals are and, who you are as a person. So that just tells you that they either are not in a, not in a good place themselves if they're willing to write off a friendship like that, or the friendship was just more surface level than you thought it was. Exactly. Which sucks. It's always, yeah, it's always surprising to see everybody's reactions because everybody reacts differently. It's, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I would get like some really sick sense of enjoyment out of that. The reactions tell people, Uh just record all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would. I, yeah, I don't know. I've like that would make me like so giddy to tell people. Theoretically, if it was actually my life, I would probably feel very differently. Um, but theoretically, I'm like, oh yeah, because I'm a reaction person. I, I mean, you I like the reaction. Yeah, I'm not like huge on shock value. Yeah, for myself, but I do like to get a rise out of people. 
So sometimes mm-hmm. I'll like poke and say things that I don't necessarily mean 100%. Just to kind of see. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with you like wanting to kind of take it to the next level, if you will, and like come out and, and do your thing and be who you are, are you ready to like tell everybody in your life or does everybody in your life know now? I mean, you said like your dad obviously doesn't know, but are you ready to do that? Like just tell everybody? Yeah. At this point I'm so invested and yeah. I'm honestly making so much money and I'm so happy. I'm the happiest that I've ever been in my entire life. Like I don't care what anybody says. So like, money does buy happiness. It does. It makes <laughs> you feel empowered. Yeah. It just, like, I get it. It's, and when you literally work your ass off, like it, and you're like seeing the the benefits of what you've put out, you're like, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So where, like, where do you see this taking you? Like, what's your dream? Like, do you want to have like collabs with brands? Like, what is what's your like what's in your future? What's on your your vision board? I guess it would just be at this point like collaborations with other creators because. Okay. Um, we haven't really talked about the type of content other than like the wheelbarrow thing, but I do make content with other people. So it would at this point be like, Oh, I want to, you know, reach out to like my, like the girl that I look up to and do a collaboration with her. Um, Collaboration as in. What Um, needs you to spell it out? (laughs) Working together sexually. So like both making videos for both of our pages, like, okay. Yeah. Working together to make, sexual content for our pages. Now, do you have like, I hate to say this term cause it sounds like kind of misogynistic or not misogynistic. Yes. Yes. Maybe that's the wrong word, but do you have any rules with your husband? Like kind of like he's good with everything, but like you two have agreed that like, this is a threshold you don't cross. Nope. So, so there, the world is we, your oyster. Yeah. And that's actually how I've become like the most popular I'd say on TikTok is like making jokes like that. Like I love my husband, but I crave other men and like, okay, that's the shit that goes viral. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Share, 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 share. Yeah. Put this in my spank bank. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, I mean, as long as there's like honesty and trust and I'm not hiding anything from him, then everything is like on the table. Um, and I'm actually looking for somebody to create content with a male, um, because my husband's not in my content. So I'm looking to add a male creator to join me in my journey and like have him on salary. How do you find, like, how do you vet out those people? So you can either go and find other creators like through Twitter or Instagram but honestly, I'm just on like dating apps trying to find like somebody and say, just like right off the bat, be like, Hey, like I'm a content creator. I need somebody to make content with you will be filmed. you got to sign my contract. Yeah. Um, you will be compensated. So I'm looking for somebody that I can just have, like that lives pretty close to do like consistent stuff with. Right. So would they yeah. be like a, like, are they going to have a stage name or are they going to be behind the scenes and just kind of like part of Riley's stuff? Yeah, he'd just be behind the scenes. So, again, like I prefer no face because I feel like for guys, <laughs> literally, like nobody really cares what they look like, honestly. I mean, they care about this the size. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, um, but other than that, nobody really cares who the person is. So I would just, you know, make content and be like, you know, like riding him on a four wheeler and send out that video. I feel like just we're not like we're talking to you at the beginning of you building your like empire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's yep. like, watch me grow. She's like, yes. you know, yeah, talk to me, me next year. You're not going to be able to book with me. So we had to get all the information now. It was so <laughs> freaking popular and rich. We own an island on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, anything else that you want to share about your experience and your journey and what you're doing? Um, I would just want to share that if there are other people listening that want to do this, just really think about your future. Um, and if you're going to be okay with like, you know, say for example, all of your content is leaked, make sure that it's not going to like crush you or like ruin your life or like, you're not going to lose your job over it. Just make sure that you're in like a good place to want to start this because I feel like a lot of people don't think before they do this kind of thing. A lot of especially if they're younger, they haven't really like explored their life and Mm -hmm. you know, all that. Um, but yeah, that's it. I, I love it. (laughs) I mean, you're obviously very successful and this has been such an interesting conversation. I'm not going to lie. I'm like I said earlier, I'm kind of like, not a prude, but like these types of conversations make me clam up, but it was very fascinating and easy to talk to you. I'm very surprised actually. That's a good thing. That's a great thing because it's very interesting to like hear about your journey. And obviously, like I said, you're very successful. I mean, I don't know. I'm just going off what you say, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, at the end of the day, we're all just people, right? Like why Mm -hmm. is there this stigma around certain professions. Right. I just think right. that's why I said what I said earlier about, I feel like only fans has, and this coming from somebody who's outside of the world. I know you said there's tons of other websites that people know mm-hmm. that are big, but I think when most people think like somebody venturing into sex work or adult content creation, only fans is like the first one that comes to mind to like us, like noobs. Outside. It's a household name. Out, yeah. yeah. Very household name. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, like over the pandemic, over the last two years, a lot of people turn to this yeah. line of work or OnlyFans, like mm-hmm. your normal everyday people, your neighbors, right. your friends, your sister. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And not just women, men Bloggers, too. So. You know, like you said, yes. you were Bloggers. you were trying yep. to do the bib thing and you're like, oh, wow, I know this person and I know this person. And like, you know so, what? Wow. Like what you do has no bearing on anybody else's life. Right. So the fact right. that they care says so much more about them than it does you. Exactly. Mm. Yep. This has been so interesting, so fascinating. And I really appreciate you coming on being like very candid about yeah. your experience. Of course. Anytime. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I think that we kind of agreed that we were going to share her handle after the episode drops yeah. for not for your stage name. So mm-hmm. that people then can check you out. And you, I mean, maybe you can buy uh, your husband's and boyfriend's a subscription for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, thank you again so, so much for coming on the thank show. You. We really appreciate yes, it. Thank you. Um, for, those of, for those of you listening, this is an unfiltered episode. Um, we're going to be doing more of these. We want to know different topics and things that you want us to talk about. Yes. Um, we think these are just really fun and talking about everyday 
things in life. Um, don't forget to go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us some words of affirmation because that is our love language and we need it. Um, you can subscribe on patreon.com slash swiping up, subscribe at the Miller's tier for bonus episodes every month. And that is a great way to support us and the show because of the free content that we give you. Uh, we want to thank our advertiser today, pedal and pup, of course, and you can follow us at swiping up. You can follow me at Spencer. So basic, and you can follow me, Wendy at Wendy being basic. And don't forget to hashtag embrace, embrace the, the basic. basic. Bye, guys. I'm scared what you'll think. So I let you think I'm perfect. I let you think it. Think smaller cause it's working. Cover up my problem. You know I got them. I let you think I'm perfect. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.